So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerd. Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast, episode 190. For March 24th, 2019, my name is Nathan Reeton Spruth. Joining me this week, we have the one and only Andrew Rowe McVeigh. Whew, my internet just killed itself during the intro, and it didn't come back until you said Nathan Reeton Spruth, and I was real worried. <laughs> Nathan Reeton Spruth, yes, that's my name. Not Nathan. 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 Nathan Reeton. Nathan Reeton Booth. Oh, okay. Good, good. Anyway, so we're going to start off like we do every week. What games have you played this week and where can we find you online? Well, you can check out aroa.website for links to everything. That's right. It's your one-stop shop for if you want to do anything involving me, just check out aroa.website. His Twitch is on there. aroa.website. His mixers on there, Twitter's on there, his chatterbaits on there, his my free cams is on there. It's got all of them all up there if you want to see that. So it's uh, true. <laughs> probably I would hope not the chatterbait or my free cams, but you know what? We have a we it's have a friend true. Does, <laughs> we have a friend who does that, and and he's made some money off of it. So why can't you, right? Exactly. So, so me, I'm a little bit more complicated. But you can find me everywhere at Reet. Uh, my website has most of my stuff, so com. you'll find my twitter and, and some of my streams and stuff on there any videos i post and also the podcast goes on but if you want to look elsewhere and you want to follow me on twitter that's at reet if you want to follow me on mixer that's at reet if you want to follow me on youtube that's either reeton or uh reeton entertainment if you want to i don't am i missing anything oh if you want to listen to the podcast without having to go to my website or without having to find it somewhere else you can always go to spotify or stitcher or tune in or any a number of services uh, like Google Play or iTunes. Type in Reeton Podcast. You will find it there. Press the subscribe button. You'll have it downloaded every single week when we do this. And Except for the one week that Oroa decided not to do it when I was in Japan. Yeah. Because he was dying or something. I don't know. Yes. When I was horrifically sick. Yes. That, that time. Uh, so I feel, you know, I haven't been sick, horrifically sick in like seven years. So I'm very, very yeah. happy about that doesn't happen to me much, but when it does happen, oh boy. Yeah, like, I, I barely even come down with a cold. I don't I don't remember the last time I came down with a cold. Um, so, so thankfully, I have that going. Anyway, we're going to move on, and we're going to, we're going to ask, we didn't even go through all the games we played. Nope, you just, you just started talking about where all your websites are. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go into the games now. What games have you played this week? <laughs> I, I like, this, uh... this went really short. That was weird. <laughs> I I uh, played Satisfactory. Was which, it uh, was hmm? it disappointing? I'd say it was Satisfactory. Oh, I was trying to oh, avoid oh. that. I was trying to avoid. Oh, that. oh, um, yeah, it's Factorio, but in a first person perspective. Oh, okay. I've never played Factorio. I have a friend who played it a lot, but I never played I, it either. I don't even know what it's about, honestly. Yeah, uh, just so basically. Yeah, it's basically you you crash land on a planet and then you build a factory to build a spaceship to get back off the planet. And oh. that takes a long time. Does it? Does it really now? Yeah. I saw a speed run. It was uh speed run was 0.17% complete and it took two and a half hours. So I've I've thought about I've I have something in my 
my watch list that I have not watched yet because the YouTube video is nine hours long. Mm. It is a speed run of Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> and the thing about Final Fantasy IX is they've actually made it so that you have to get to the end of the game in 12 hours. Otherwise, you cannot get one of the most powerful weapons in the game. So Is you it have the ultimate weapon? No, it's uh, Excalibur 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo? Yes. And what Excalibur 2 is, is a weapon for Steiner, who is uh, who's the knight character in the game. And so you have to, you have to get there in 12 hours. And the clock keeps ticking even through cutscenes. So, and loading screens, I think, too. So if you are playing on the original PlayStation, the way that you have to do it, or, or the easiest way to it's obviously you have to memorize where the hell you're going. But anytime a cutscene comes up, you can open the disc tray and then shut it, and it will skip to the next scene. So it'll, it'll skip that cutscene. Thankfully, the timer does stop when you pause the game, but other than that, Anything you do, if you're fighting, if you're loading screen, if you're watching cutscene, the timer keeps going. So you just have to bum rush to the end just to get this one weapon, which probably isn't going to impact the game that much, especially if you have dedicated enough of your life to know the exact route to get to, to get to the end in 12 hours. Anyway, uh, did you play? I, I went on a tangent. What other games have you played? Um, be honest, uh, not a lot. Did, you didn't play I, any more of that blacksmith game? No, <laughs> no. You you should I, make you should make update videos of that because I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I might. I like I said last time that they were actively working on making it better. Yeah, as in finishing it. So, uh, maybe it'll it'll be good eventually. But yeah, uh, yeah, I might come back to it someday. Uh, I will. I will say. I tried out PvP in WoW last night, and that was pretty fucking fun. Was it? Um, was it? That's good. Yeah, I, it was really I, cool. I've never liked PvP in MMOs. So. I haven't either, but it's also more that like I've always been afraid of it, oh, and okay. I've especially been afraid of like one v one PvP. Yeah, but it's way cooler whenever you're running in with like five other people and you're attacking like five other people. Like it's it's just really exciting and crazy and everything just it's it's just a big mess but it feels great. That is that is one thing about WoW. I guess a lot of people do like the PvP. Uh, I guess they used to have what's called, and I don't know if they still call it this, but they were called Twink characters. And what That's that a, is that is a thing. That is a thing. And my friend my friend Timmy, uh, now Bailey. So Bailey takes me, and and at the time it was Timmy. So I'm gonna say Timmy. So Timmy. It's like, hey, you want to see my Twink character? And I'm like, uh, no. No, I don't want to <laughs> see your Twink character. Because uh, if you don't know what a Twink is, do not Google search it. Just don't. Uh, in, the, in the realm of, of PvP, what it is, a Twink character will be somebody who is the highest level in that particular range. So... Like you'll have PvP for your for level twenty to twenty nine, and then after you get to level thirty, it's, it goes from thirty to thirty nine. So you will stay at level twenty nine, so you could just dominate the level twenty to twenty eight. That's that's from what I understand. That's what a twink character is, more or less. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so Timmy was like, "Want to see my twink character?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm good." So did you win? Did you win your pen PvP matches? 
Well, it was World PV, so it okay. wasn't really oh, okay. actual matches. Yeah. We were just we were, we happened to be at this, this location that was being assaulted, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm I'm gonna join in with that shit." Nobody else who was with me gave gave a damn. Oh, but that was probably the most fun I've had in WoW, like at all. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that. There's a lot of new MMOs coming out that I'm actually somewhat excited to see play. Uh, one of which is like Crowfall, and that's a PvP-oriented game. Then there's the new Camelot Unchained and Dark Age of Camelot. The original game was the one that started PvP in MMOs for the most part. Like they they were focused around having three different factions that would then fight each other for control over a certain area and well, Camelot, they, uh, that was that was what created the idea of realm versus realm well yeah yeah it's realm versus realm and so i think camelot unchained is supposed to be very similar to that and and hopefully it's good and i'm i'm somewhat hesitantly excited for it uh still the the mmo that i'm looking forward to the most that's going to come out in 2025 is is Star Citizen. So, um, and I, I'm giving it a little bit of credit thinking that it's going to be released in the next six years. So, you're, you're giving it a little bit of credit thinking it's going to be finished or released ever. But yeah. I, I, I think, I, I still think it's going to be released. Anyway, you didn't play anything other than WoW and uh, Factorio, first person Factorio. I, I played Rocket League, which obviously, you know, it's a fun game. It's okay. I just, I wanted something easy that I could sit down and play a couple matches of and not have to worry about, like, RPG or anything like that. I played Final Fantasy XV, and I don't like the combat in that game, like, at all. But the game itself isn't as bad as a lot of people that I've spoken to have made it out to be. So I will probably continue on playing that and finish it eventually. The graphics are really good in that game, though. That is one thing, is the graphics in, in Final Fantasy games is always top-notch. So, it's not bad. It's not a bad game. And wait, then... Wait, which one was this? 15. 15. 15, okay. yeah. You would probably like the combat more than I do, because it's a very action, action-packed, action like... Uh, I don't like, know. Like, like Kingdom Hearts. It's it's more like Kingdom oh, Hearts. I've and thought it was really bleh, Yeah. But, I don't know. So, the last game I played was a little game called Sekiro. Have you played that? Sekiro? Sekiro? Uh, I watch other people play it. It does look... Thanks for like thanks for watching most... me. Thanks for watching me play it. I don't fucking... I didn't watch somebody live play it live. I watched, oh, okay. I watched cut-up videos where they only showed the good parts. Oh, okay, okay. You, but... didn't, you didn't see the, the 12 attempts that it took them to kill that one singular guard. Uh, only if it was funny. Oh, okay. Uh, in other words, I, I pretty much only watch Donkey's video. Oh, I, don't, I have no idea who that is. You, you don't watch Donkey? I don't watch Donkey. Oh, you'll get, you'll know about spaghetti and meatballs. No. Well, Donkey's Donkey's a good boy. Okay. It, it, it looks like it looks like the most fun Souls like. It is. I still don't I like that type of game, but it is the best and most fun type of game in that series. And because it is made from by From Software, the same people who made Dark Souls. Yeah. And and it's published it's, by Activision. I know that's weird, but it's also on Steam, so that's good. They didn't like force you to use their their Battle.net thing. Anyway, so they they do a couple things that I like, which is they get rid of they get rid of the stamina bar completely so you don't have to worry about like your stamina running out and getting murdered because of that i like that 
they do have like a blocking bar. So if you block too much without deflecting the blows, then you have to, then you'll, you'll be in like a staggered state for a moment, but usually you'll have enough time to like mash the dodge button and dodge out of the way. I think that's fair. Yeah. They, they changed the parry system as well. So you know how in the, in Dark Souls, um, L, um, yeah, L1 is, is block. But if you press L2, it'll like do the parry. Like, you know, you know how to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they changed it. So now if you hold L2, L1, it will constantly block. But if you tap L1 at the right time, it will do the deflection. It'll do the parry. So you don't have to worry about switching between the two. I like that as well. And they changed that because L2 now uh, gives you a grappling hook that you can like grapple in and out of situations. So it's it's not terrible. I'm still not great, nor do I like those type of games very much, but it is the best one of those games. And and what I don't like about it is it for me it just feels like you're bashing your head against the wall just over and over and over again to try to find the best way to take care of like all of these these enemies that are in the way. Because at least for me, it feels more like a puzzle game where you die than like a, a really hardcore fighting because you have to find okay i need to pick this person off and then this person and then i can pick off these people so they set it up to to kind of be a puzzle uh the the best part i had was when there's this giant creature and he's i, I they they've showed him off in in previous he's one of the first bosses in the game and he does wrestling moves to you so he'll do like a drop a drop kick he'll do a power bomb and he'll do another grab where he grabs you and then tosses you really far and i could have used my grappling hook to hook into a tree and and get back into the fight however i was just so amazed by how far he was throwing me that i didn't even think about grappling to the, <laughs> to the look i was just like huh that's interesting so it wasn't bad i will probably continue playing it oh there's also no multiplayer in the game zero yeah, I, I saw that some people were like there's no co-op which is weird i think that there should be but i can understand I think, I think i i understand why they didn't do it because it would probably make the game really really Dude. easy yeah so the, just the way that the AI is set up and all that jazz. So we are going to move on and we are going to go. Oh, oh, yeah. By the way, if you want to watch me play Sekiro or Final Fantasy 15, you can go to Mixer.com forward slash read and press the follow button and you'll see when I go live. So um, let's talk about NVIDIA. You brought this up. And this is a news story that has came out this week from NVIDIA where they are saying that the RTX GPUs are no longer required to do ray tracing. Now, let's be fair. They are required to do ray tracing at the moment. And after we, we talk through the story, this is kind of a misleading headline because, and this is the headline that you gave me from Polygon. So let, let's take it over to Aroa. And what are we going to, what, what was, what is the story about? Why do my so words not work? Basically, uh, you're autismo. Uh, uh, basically, um, they probably decided that mm, this may maybe this real-time ray tracing thing isn't going to push cards as well as we thought it would. So they're letting they're enabling it through. Oh, uh, so, a robot. Did, I, did I just oh, die? You just died just a little bit. It's okay. <sighs> it, it, anyway, I would it, say I would edit it, that, but I'm not going to. Yeah, uh, I'm getting a USB port tester to 
see what's what's going on. You just but... need to build a new computer. The the RTX twenty seven hundred is down to two hundred twenty bucks right now. No. Um, yes, it, I mean that's tw- true. It is. Yeah, but but uh, no. Um. Okay. So the ten series is going to get a software version of the the RTX ray tracing bullshit, which okay. uh, oh boy. And the, um, and the 16 series as well. Yes, the 16 series, which is a thing that exists for some stupid reason. They should have just called the 11. The, anyway, go on. Um, so this really isn't going to be a huge deal because since it's more or less a software thing, uh, it's going to be probably along the same lines as whenever uh, you tried to do physics on an AMD card back in the day. I don't know if you remember that, like, uh, what was it? Um, I think the first Tomb Raider, maybe, the... had NVIDIA Hair Works. Yep. Uh, no, what's, was that NVIDIA Hair Works and then Witcher had the AMD one? Or did they maybe. Have, both have Hair Works? I, I don't remember. I just remember that AMD cards, like, shit all over themselves whenever they tried to play the first Tomb Raider until something came out to disable the Hair Works thing on AMD cards. Well, I mean, to be fair, the Hairworks thing destroyed NVIDIA GPUs, too. Yeah, but it's going to be that kind of thing where it's like, it's going to kind of work, I guess. Uh, Even the article says it's probably going to be like a single thing will use it. Like, it'll be used specifically for shadows or for lighting in specific areas or something like that. Yeah. And then if you want full on RTX, all that good stuff, then you're going to need to have an RTX card, which right. I don't know if if you've seen any of the uh, the videos showing the difference between the two, like I RTX on and RTX off in various situations. Oh, I have. I have. OK, um, most of the time I prefer it off. See, and I there are certain things that are really cool about it. Like uh, when you're looking from, from at... a technical perspective, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and like like looking at buildings in in uh, like in car mirrors and stuff and seeing them reflected in real time. That's really cool. Looking at at like puddles of water in the ground and being able to see the stuff that's behind them, uh, whether it be people or cars, that is really cool too. So you can get like a little bit of an advantage because of that. But Re- real time reflections in general are really cool looking. Right. I could not give a shit less about the fire being reflected on the gun at like three pixels wide on right in battlefield like i could not i don't of, care. a lot of the a lot of the like lighting stuff uh, and particularly the global lighting it just doesn't look anywhere near as good as something that's been manually crafted right right um and i i do think part of that might be a matter of growing pains uh maybe given enough time developers if they if they get access to this kind of technology and say maybe the next generation of consoles then things can be different but ultimately i don't see a whole lot of value to it whenever it requires specific hardware to do it well right uh, exactly particularly like uh, i've seen metro exodus stuff where you'll see lighting inside of a train car and with rtx on everything looks dim like right like almost, it really just looks like someone forgot to light the scene properly, and well, and, and that's th- and that's one of the cool things, right? Like, yes, it's it, that's every everything's dim, but that's because but it's it trying be. to it's replicating natural light sources. 
Right. The problem is, is that doesn't make for a pleasurable viewing experience. Right. That's why in movies where they're showing a moody or dimly lit scene, they still light it well. They just use muted colors or, or cooler colors. That's why a lot of like uh, film noir stuff will, will use shadows. In, in particular ways to indicate that this is a dark scene, but we're still highlighting what's important. Right. And I just don't think that anybody who's who's developing with this RTX stuff in mind right now knows how to do lighting in that way using these methods. And like I said, it'll, it'll probably take time to adapt what we've been doing with building scenes using film style mise-en-scene technique like well, i can tell I, I can tell you that a lot of work goes into each individual like cutscene to get oh, yeah. the lighting just right on on certain aspects like uh, one of the stories i i like to use is how pedantic they and 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 incredibly acute details are used in in tv shows and i was reading about star trek's the next generation and in season three i think it is uh, uh Riker gets his beard okay and so over the summer when they weren't filming he had grown out his beard and they're like hey you look really good with a beard so we're gonna we're gonna have Riker have a beard from now on and so they were using like markers to kind of see how they wanted his beard to be <laughs> and they like you know, combed it like they wanted it to be perfect for for looking as good as possible on screen. And so they sent in all of this stuff for the season, and Paramount came back and they're like, "Uh, we want two percent less beard." <laughs> so uh, there's just little things like that that people are able to catch immediately. Uh, James, one of my old coworkers, uh, he he worked with me at Sony. And he, not not the other James who's listening to this podcast right now. So this this James, he was a lighting guy. And he worked on, you know, movies like Guardians of the Galaxy. And he goes and he'll go into a room and they'll, they're watching this, this long clip like this, this five minute clip. And this person will be taking notes. And the director isn't, the director doesn't know what's going on really like he's looking at it he's like man this looks great but this other guy will go and just like write down all these things and be like hey i want 20 percent less purple and and 10 percent more red in this particular scene at 321 it's just crazy how detailed they want everything to be perfect and they still made captain marvel cg look like shit in some place <laughs> like well that's that's why you have you have people on staff for films that like you have somebody during the editing process, their entire job is like you just said to make sure that the colors are good. Right. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. And, and so they just had incredibly, incredibly acute detail. And so I was, I was talking to James. I was like, okay, so we have a lot of cutscenes in this game. I'm not going to say how many hours because, ugh. but we have a lot of cutscenes in this game. And so, so is it easier to color for a movie because a movie's only an hour and a half, two hours long? So, it, is it easy, easier to color and light for a movie rather than color and lighting for a game? And he's like, you know, it's it's a bit of a mixed bag because in a movie they only have an hour and a half to two hours for the movie, so they can be as nuanced as possible. They want everything to be perfect, while in a game they want it to look good, but they might be okay with it not being 100% perfect. 
Well, not to mention in a game, you have absolute control over every aspect of a scene, even after it's been filmed, because it you can just go back and change it if you really need to. That's true. Whereas in film, you have to do everything right the first time in terms of actual lighting, yeah. or else you're going to have to fix it in post somehow, and that can look awful. Yeah, and does look awful. So the what I what, what I'm thinking is if they're able to incorporate like with Star Wars, they incorporated RTX or ray tracing rather into uh, a few scenes in in Star Wars, and it looks great. And so I think for at least the next for the foreseeable future, they're gonna have normal lighting like they have in other games and movies, and then they're going to put ray tracing on top of that to make it look just a little bit better yeah and... I, I think it's i think the the real the real way to utilize this technology properly is going to be like that it's going to require a combination of the two techniques yeah to be able to to do anything that's as effective as what we currently have while actually looking noticeably better right so i i like that they're incorporating it on the on the older the 10 series and honestly uh depending on what games if i own the games or if i get the games that are going to have the drx i think they're calling it is that what they're calling it it's like drx or something like that uh, I, I don't see uh if they're doing the old that time race ray tracing i have a 1070 so not the highest end card i think you have a 1080 ti don't you i have a standard 1080 Okay, you have a 1080, I have a 1070. I am totally going to try it while streaming and see what the difference is because I'm going to imagine that it's going to take my, you know, 80 frames and drop it down to like 40 or 50. Like, I think it's just going to smash my frame rate by turning it on in any game. But I will try it. I'll try it out. I wonder if we we should have game, like silly games, have it like Tetris or Rocket League. I, I do look forward to like indie shitty indie game developers like the people who make horror games and publish them on on itch like i I look forward to them like just pumping out garbage with ray tracing turned on and not having any idea how to use it correctly and like there is one game that i will be able to run at like 100 frames a second with ray tracing turned on do you know what game that is what, what game is that quake 2 oh yeah <laughs> i forgot i i did see that yeah. I don't they're they're putting it in ridiculous places like that or like Team Fortress 2 having ray tracing like Are they actually could, doing that? Uh no, but that's something oh, okay. that could like I would I could actually see them just being like, "Yeah, we put ray tracing in." Like, I would love that. Uh anyway, let's move on. Uh when is that coming out? Do you know before we actually do move on? Uh when the the ray tracing thing is going to come out for the for the 10 series? Yeah, is it is it already out? Like do you just have to do a driver update? It will be a driver update, but right. the article doesn't say when. Okay. We'll we'll figure it out. I'm sure I'm April. sure that oh it's April, an April driver update. Yep. Okay. Anybody with a GTX ten series card or sixteen series card, download the driver update next month and you'll have access to ray tracing in literally one video game. Oh hey, speaking of driver update, I know this is this is sudden. Um if anybody listening has been having problems with a memory leak in World of Warcraft since uh, one of the more recent patches. Update your NVIDIA drivers and make sure it's actually updating and not giving you the Windows Insider beta update that you never asked for, because that one causes a memory leak with DirectX 12 games. 
Well, it's a good thing I don't play WoW. Like, how how did that... I have Windows Insider stuff turned off, but, really? but for some reason I got a Windows Insider driver update that put my it put my my graphics card on on driver version like 429 point something and the current driver is 419 point something that's interesting yeah so yeah it's great yeah thankfully i haven't had that problem but i do have the problem for some reason i don't know why do you have this problem with the with the uh the focus right where everything will become crackly yes okay so it's not just me no um I've found multiple things that will cause that. It can be um, it can be the sample rate okay. uh, mismatching. Um, if if the sample rate of the focus right is set to uh, either forty four one hundred or forty eight thousand, and whatever you're recording with is set to something that isn't that number, it'll cause problems. And I've also had it to where I just have to unplug it and plug it back in, and suddenly it works fine. Yeah, like I have to do a reboot, and that usually fixes it. Thankfully, usually what what can fix it for me is I I close voice meter and then reopen it, and that'll fix it too. Um, but that is that is but that'll that's a temporary fix, and then after like twenty minutes, it'll start crackling until like I do a reboot, and then it's good. I might upgrade from my focus right to something else just because of issues like that. But we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. Let's move on to Halo. One of, honestly, one of my favorite game series. I have a, I have a, a fond connection to Halo. I remember Halo 2 came out on November, what was it, November 9th, 2004? Was it 2004? Okay, Something like that? I don't know, man. I know it was November 9th because it's a week after my birthday that it was released. And sure. for my birthday present that year, my mom bought me an Xbox and Halo 2, which was the only game I had for like a year and a half. <laughs> And I I had a lot of fun with it and so many LAN parties I went to and played that game. So uh, we've already talked about Halo is coming to PC uh, through the Master Chief Collection. They are putting Halos 1, 2, 3, 4, ODST, and Halo Reach all in a collection and you'll be able to buy it and, and play all of the Halo games. Well, all of those Halo games on your PC. But what we didn't talk about is that there's a, a thing called Play Anywhere where if you buy like Sea of Thieves, you can play that on your PC, but you can also play it on your Xbox One. And it'll be the same game with cloud saves and everything. You can do that with other games as well, but not the Master Chief Collection. So if you already own the Master Chief Collection on the original, I'm sorry, the original Xbox, on the Xbox One, you, if you already own the Master Chief Collection, you will have to rebuy it on the PC in order to play it again, which I, I don't mind. However, I would like it if... Even if you got a discount for it, like, oh, we see that your Xbox account already has the Master Chief Collection, we'll give you a 20 or 30% discount. I think that would be, that would be fair, but they are not even It depends even on that. whether or not the PC release is going to be full price. I'm sure it will be. I am 100% I am 100% sure it's going to be $60. Yeah. There is no way they're selling it for anything other $60 at launch. So, what do you think about this? Do you think that that should be part of play anywhere? I think it should be or at least offering a discount. What about you? I'm dying. Well, you're dying. Aroa is dying. Oh, He's having on. a heart attack. Oh, uh, my my outbound packet loss rate is 46. Per okay, now we're net back to normal. Um What is wrong with your computer/internet today? I have no idea. Uh, anyway, you're not running I, Discord in DirectX 12, are you? No. Oh, okay. No, I actually, 
actually have hardware acceleration turned off. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Why? You can't capture it in OBS if you have it turned on. You know, I that's a weird like XSplit can't capture uh Chrome Windows when for when hardware acceleration is turned on. Yeah, I, in I don't know why that is. I don't know. I don't know why either. It's really weird. Anyway, uh. uh. <laughs> The I question think, was Master Chief Collection. I, I I understood what you were what you said though. Okay. Um, I I understand why it's not play anywhere because they have to make this money back somewhere, and a lot of people who own Xboxes already bought Master Chief Collection. I'm sure there are a lot of people who got an Xbone just to play Master Chief Collection. Right. So I mean, they would have uh, lost money hardcore on this had they had they not made it a separate purchase. A small list um, of Play Anywhere games that I see right now are Gears of War 4, God of Light, uh, Guacamelee 2, Halo Wars, Halo Wars 2, Hello Neighbor, I Am the Hero, Killer Instinct, Lightspeed, Double Speed Edition, Double, yeah, Double, yeah, uh, Little Triangle, The Long Dark, and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, what, what I really think that the reason is, though, is to push Game Pass. I mean, why would you pay sixty dollars for this game whenever you could pay fifty? Well, what is it? Fifteen. Fifteen a month. Yeah. And you could pay I fifteen dollars and play it, and along with a hundred other games. Yeah, there's seventy three titles on on the Play Anywhere program right now. So uh, they have removed some. Only games which have been left out are ones that were already released prior to the program's existence. So games that aren't in the Play Anywhere program are like Forza, Forza Motorsport 6, Minecraft, etc. Um, I, I I think that they are definitely going to do the Game Pass, though. And that might, Halo might be a game series that actually gets me to get the the Game Pass, especially if it's on PC. So I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I really hope they announce when that when it's actually going to come out at some point, not just say, we're making it. When it's going to come out after Star Citizen. Uh, everyone's just like, damn it. We're never getting that game. So let's move on. Let's talk about another thing that you want to talk about. I want to talk about. And of course, Google wants to talk about. What is it? St- Stadia? Stadia? Stadia. Stadia. Okay. Google is releasing a thing called Stadia, which is going to be a streaming video game service. And do you want to go into into details on what this is? Are you sure you want me to? I want you to. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, uh, do you remember OnLive? No. Okay. So OnLive. I, I was... own an OnLive console. I know. I, I figured you were you were doing that so that I would explain what OnLive was. Yeah, do it, do it. OnLive was a game streaming platform where all you needed was a set-top box or a PC or or whatever uh, you, I think it could pretty much work in just about anything that that had a browser. You could uh, start up on live, and you didn't have to download the games. You just you just hit the hit the play button, and off you went. Suddenly, you were playing uh, uh, Fallout Two. Was that on the service? It was. I played it on there. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the, the only one that, that I can re- Homefront. That's it. Oh, okay. Uh, they they couldn't afford Call of Duty, so everyone on there played. They all played Homefront. Home they all played. Oh, Row is having internet connection problems. There, okay, that that was my that was my audio interface. Okay. Uh, everything's just gonna blow up today. Uh, yeah. So you 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 played Homefront, and it, it took all of like two seconds to start up. Or you want to play Lord of the Rings 
the hack and slash game there you go boom you're playing it yeah and uh i remember i i played i played that on a netbook right it was pretty cool it is, it is pretty cool. I saw somebody at my at my school when I was still going to college, and he was playing on live on his little netbook. And he's like, yeah, I'm getting 60 frames a second because it's just streaming it. It's not, I'm not actually pushing my hardware. So Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's you dead. play it in 4K, 60 FPS. Oh, yeah, 4K didn't exist at that point. It, but was, it was 1080p. 1080p, 1085 FPS. 60 FPS. And you only had to deal with roughly 250 milliseconds of input latency. Oh yeah, your your actions in the game took place a quarter of a second after you made them. Totally playable, just like in a real fast-paced life. game. Just like so, real life. Uh, and so Google uh, decided, hey, you guys remember OnLive? Why don't we do that? And uh, that here we go. That's it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all Google Stadia is. It's, it is. It's on live but instead of it being uh or instead of it requiring like an on live like a special client or anything uh it seems like it's going to be like probably a chrome extension or something like that yeah it's and you'll be weird. able to play it on a chromecast or on a chromebook or you know on anything else with a browser pretty much like it it's everything that game streaming services have tried to be except for it still has input latency problems which means that no one who actually games seriously is going to give a flying fuck but i the one thing i could see is parents who don't want to buy a console and they're like we already have a computer why don't you just play games on that or we already you already have an xbox 360 why should i get you an xbox one and they'll be like mom but i want to play the new assassin's creed so they'll be able to i already bought you this game console 11 years ago yeah and so they'll go and they'll be able to download it or, or play games on their chromecast or they'll be able to play games that way and the parents won't have to dish out for a console or a, a good pc i could see that happening whereas like for us it's stupid for us we're not we're not gonna do this like they already have playstation now and how how much of a ship show is that yeah it's uh literally gaikai yeah which uh which was another service that came after on live that uh well, now that I think about it, I think OnLive required a client to be downloaded. Um, it did. I Gaikai, think it did. Gaikai's entire point was that, no, you don't need a client. We'll just let you demo games in a browser. And I remember I played Mass Effect 3 in a browser window, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. So it says here... And it actually worked impeccably well, and then somehow Sony bought it, and it turned to just... Just pure shit. Just garbage. It did. It did. It's awful. It's unplayable. So Google has claimed, according to this article from Overclock3D.net, uh, Google has claimed that its service runs using AMD Radeon graphics cards, and AMD and the GPU claims that uh, it can be 10.7 teraflops of graphics performance over 56 compute units, and that's more than what an RTX. I'm sorry, an RX Vega. 56 offer so oh boy it's it's gonna be better than the playstation 4 and xbox one but oh it'll have latency probably and that's gonna be an issue says and also the ps4 and xbox one are gonna be replaced in like a year yes yes they definitely are um gamers will be able to use google's 
Stadia service to offer 1080p 60 frames a second or 4K 60 frames a second stream. Though 8K streams are planned as higher resolutions are adopted. I'm not even off 1080p right now, okay? Like, can we can we settle down and stop with the 4K until I get a couple monitors that no. can actually support it? No, or a graphics everyone... card that can support 4K at 60 frames a second? Everyone cares about 4K, don't you get it? Oh. It's not like most PC gamers are actually more concerned about 144 hertz right now. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I want what I want is not 4K, but a ultra wide. I want I want two 144 hertz ultra wide monitors. That's what I want, even if they're not 4K and they're still the the whatever the equivalent for 1080p is. You know what I mean? I would prefer it's that 1K. Is it? Well, I mean 1080p. <laughs> Yes, I understand what you mean, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is the resolution is different when it's a ultra wide as compared oh, to as compared to uh, uh, the sixteen by nine. It's like I don't know. It's like three thousand. Yeah, it's it's something. Ah! Your your this is the good. This is it's not happening to me, so I don't mind it because I can at least <laughs> interrupt. So anyway, let's let's move on. We're gonna talk about. Uh, some PlayStation games, which are being brought to PC. So we have Halo is being brought to PC, and those are Xbox. Now we're getting some PlayStation games that are being brought to PC by by Quantic Dreams. They have made Heavy Rain. Uh, There's no S at the end of their name. Quantic Dream. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> so Quantic Dream is now bringing Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls, which does have an S on the end of the name. So then. And the other one that Detroit become humans, uh, they are they are bringing those to PC, which I'm a little like I understand that they want to reach a bigger audience and they don't have more money. Yes. And they don't have they probably don't have an exclusive contract anymore with Sony. But I'm a little confused on how how this is going to work. As in, all of these games require motion controls. So Heavy Rain. What are you talking about? What, what Heavy Rain? Talking? Heavy Rain requires motion controls. Doesn't require it. It's one of the major selling points. Is is motion controls for all of these games? No, Every single one. Oh. Yes. I. I'm pretty sure that in Heavy Rain, the motion controls are used, like, maybe a handful of times? They're used quite... I played the game. It was the first so game I. I've ever played on Twitch and beat, which I don't stream on Twitch anymore. I stream on Mixer at Mixer.com forward slash Reaton. So... Oh, so you could, you could just translate all of the motion control stuff into stick move. That's true. I, I, I understand that, but I think which it will... Which will be mouse move. Well, I mean, I wouldn't play these games with a... A keyboard and mouse i don't think Me i think either. i would i would play with an xbox controller which would yeah. so i'd be playing a playstation game on the pc with an xbox controller so uh and and i know that but one of the major selling points is the motion controls like with uh heavy rain with i i have i never played beyond two souls so i don't know but i know detroit become human also has you could play motion controls. you could play beyond two souls with an ipad can you yeah like on the PlayStation? Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so I, so I bet actually it was bad. what what you could do, so since you haven't played the game, it's gonna be hard to explain, but basically uh you you have Ellen Page being controlled with the PlayStation controller, and then you have the the other thing being controlled with the iPad. Oh good. That was that was their companion app thing that they were forced to put in the game. Oh, 
Okay. So, I mean, this is cool. I Remember I liked, companion apps? Yes. Uh, the last one I remember was Fallout 4, the companion app for that. So you could manage your Bring inventory the and stuff. on your phone. Yep. Which your, your, has your wrist, uh, is nope, your wrist small fat. enough? Okay. You're still fat. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to be, I was trying to be nice. Nope, still too fat. He has the Pip Boy, and he can't fit his fat arm into the. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it would be hilarious if in Fallout you made your character fat, and when he found the Pip Boy, he just can't put it on. Oh, oh, damn it! Oh, <laughs> like, like he tries to put it on, and he's like, "Shit!" and like takes duct tape. <laughs> that is basically what they expect you to do. <laughs> Because it, it has, like, little Velcro straps on it. So you can take the bottom half off and then Velcro it to your arm. That's that's fantastic. So uh, what we're, we're going on. Uh, but anyway, Fallout had a companion app that you could manage your inventory and stuff through your phone instead of having to do it within the game, which I thought was neat, but ultimately worthless. So Just like every other companion app. Ever. So Quantic Dream is bringing their games to PC, which I think is pretty neat. Did they give a release date? No. And uh, just so you know, it's not going to be on Steam. It's going to be on Epic's PC Store. Yeah, which, are you using that as a segue? Uh, well, no. I was just, I should have. Let's be fair. But, yeah. uh, let's, uh, uh, edit. The Outer Worlds is now going to be on the Epic Game Store. And it's going to be exclusive to Ex- Epic's Game Store. So just Seems like to be happening Rain. a lot lately. It does. It's like offering more percentage of the money makes developers want to be exclusive to your system. That's Interesting. Really, that's really weird. To be fair, that's what Steam did when Steam first started, and because because they had a bunch of different uh, a bunch of different companies offering different prices to developers, and Steam was the best one. And so the the developers were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go with with Valve's." We're going to go with Steam. And now Epic's Game Store is like, hey, we'll give you, what was it, 88% of the cut instead of 70 Yeah, and it's, um, they, they take 12% instead of 30 Yeah. And, and, and if you use the Unreal Engine, you don't have to pay licensing fees for it. Which is another huge thing, because after you sell, and I probably have my math, my math's wrong here, after you pay, you make $5,000 in sales... From your game, you have to start paying at, uh, for Unreal licensing fees. And Unreal licensing fees uh, are a percentage of the sales. Is it, It's like 1% to 3% or something like that. Five. Is it 5 Yep. So after you make, is it $5,000? Something like uh, that? It's, I, it's in the neighborhood of 5000 in sale. And so this, this makes, makes it so that like if you're an indie creator and you only get like 3,000 sales, you don't have to pay the licensing fees because A, it's not a lot of money, and B, they don't care about going after somebody who only made 3,000 sales. Right. But uh, after you get like 5,000 sales, you have to pay 5% of all your earnings to Unreal or, or uh, Epic. Epic. You have to pay that much to Epic. So if you get rid of that 5%, so not only are you getting 88, 88% of your profit, you're also not paying that 5% licensing fee. So you're bringing even more money in that you want it if you went with Steam or Origin. That is really good. Also, I'm really looking forward to the out- Outer Worlds. Are you? Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be really good. I like Obsidian, man. They're 
they they've hit it out of the park a lot of times. Yeah, like, I just like they I made that they made that feel Sonic about this whole exclusivity thing. I know it, it'll be a timed exclusive. That's Wait, for sure. They made that what? They made that Sonic RPG. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They didn't. Yes, they did. Obsidian totally made a Sonic RPG no. for the Nintendo no, DS. No, they didn't. Didn't they? No. Who made it? Your Bioware. Was it Bioware? It was Bioware. Are you sh- are you sure? It cannot be. The Sonic Chronicles of the Dark Brotherhood for the Nintendo DS. Me. Yeah, it was made developed by, by... Yeah, you're right. It was developed by Bioware and published by Sega. Yep. What the hell, man? <laughs> well, that is the weirdest... Yeah, it was. Like, that is really weird. I thought it was obsidian how did like do you get to murder tails at some point because that would be hilarious uh it did have like a more mature story than than would be expected for sonic but honestly the gameplay itself was so uninteresting i uh didn't play it very much it had a 74 out of uh 100 average review by metacritic honestly that's not a bad review like that's not a bad score for especially for a sonic game yeah, when you consider that it's a Sonic turn-based RPG. So, uh, it, was it a turn-based RPG? I believe so. Let's see. Let's see what games Obsidian has made. They well, they made, made, uh, they made uh, New Vegas, obviously. Right, right. So, the, the game's uh, in order. Let me let me go in order. The Sith Lords, uh, which is uh, Knights of the Old Republic, I believe. They made uh, Neverwinter Nights 2, Alpha Protocol, Fallout New Vegas, Dungeon Siege 3, The Stick of Truth, so South Park, The Stick of Truth, uh, Financial Troubles, what? Uh, Pillars of Eternity. Is that just... That's weird. The way that this Wikipedia article is laid out, it's... The first set is, okay, here's all the games they made. Alpha Alpha Protocol, Fallout New Vegas, Dungeon Siege 3. Then They, they made go Alpha into Protocol? The, yeah. They go into the next huh. thing. They say, The Stick of Truth, Financial Troubles. I'm like, that's a weird name for a game. Pillars of Eternity. They just had financial troubles, I think, is what happened there. Um, they made. Oh, are they are they headers like like chronicling the, yeah. the time periods in yeah. each of their game developments? Yeah. So 2016 to 2018, uh, Tyranny, Pathfinder, Pillars of Eternity 2, uh, and then they made the Outer Worlds. They also made Star South Park: The Stick of Truth, uh, or not South Park: The Stick of Truth, the South Park: The Fractured But Whole. So. In order, it goes Star Wars Knights of Old Republic 2, Never Winter Nights 2, Alpha Protocol, Fallout New Vegas, Dungeon Siege 3, South Park The Stick of Pillars of Eternity, Skyforge, uh, Pathfinder Adventures, which I don't think was ever released, Tyranny, Pil- Pillars of Eternity 2, and now The Outer World. And they have a, a few canceled games, Dwarfs, Aliens, Crucible, Stormlands, and Armored Warfare, none of which were released. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to The Outer Worlds, even though... As with a lot of games that are coming out, it is going to be a Epic Game Store exclusive. Which do you have Epic Game Store installed? Yeah, that was actually the key for satisfactory was an Epic Game Store key. Oh, okay. I do not have uh, Epic Epic Game Store installed. Really? You, yeah. you get free games every I month. I know. I know. It's like, but it's it's games I already have, like Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Uh, one one was I was interested in Slime Ranch. Ranch. Yeah, uh, that's definitely worth uh, zero dollars. Yeah, a, f- a free game download. But I also yeah. apparently they they hack my computer or something. We talked about they, it last uh, week. They check all of your uh, your Steam data. Yeah. They, ah, they look at your your Steam list. Friendly. Yeah, they look at your friends list. So without your consent, and that's the yep. 
that's the thing everyone's freaking out about. And I'm like, I, I assume that if I'm installing something in my computer, it's looking at everything I have. So yeah, I mean, that's what origin. I, yeah. So anyway, that's, that's pretty much our show for the day. We've rambled a lot. We've talked about a lot of things, but we will be here next. We think we'll we be here next. Yes. Um, the, yes. The weekend after though, on the seventh, we will be here or I'll be here, but I might want to do an hour early. So oh. what? What? Nothing. I mean, so the reason why is WrestleMania is that weekend. Yeah, you fucking loser. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge loser. So you can come watch it with me if you want. It'll be fun. You can buy a plane ticket, hang out, watch WrestleMania, eat some eat some shitty food. Ch- chicken wings? Do you want chicken wings? No. Oh, wait, you don't like chicken wings, do you? No. What about boneless chicken nuggets? That I'm fine with. So you don't like traditional chicken No. But you like boneless chicken Yep. What is wrong with you? Just make, just make sure that it's just boneless. That's, they're just chicken nuggets. That's all they are. No. Yes, they are. Yes, that's all they it's are. Ve- chicken nuggets versus, like, tendies, very, very different. Yes. Chicken nuggets are way cheaper and better. Well. No, I I, I, I don't mind them. I just don't like the price of uh, boneless chicken wing because I'm like, I am literally paying, like, double or triple what I would pay for, for other chicken nuggets when I could have a glorious chicken wing, which has... Yeah. Bone-in chicken. That's that's fair. If you're nobody should ever really order boneless chicken wings. Yeah, that's just they're they're just chicken tender. Yeah, and I love chicken. Don't get me wrong. And I will if somebody buys me boneless chicken wings, I will eat them. Like I'm not gonna toss them out or anything. But if I have the choice, I will eat normal chicken. Anyway, I don't know why we went on that tangent. I have no idea. What we are going to do is we are going to end this. We'll be back next week with more from Reiton Entertainment and and Aroa, the Aroa Entertainment channel. Aroa.entertainment. No, no, no. Why? No. Is it because because entertainment entertainment costs a lot? It costs like $100. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It really is. I almost didn't renew the dot website because that was 25 bucks. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think my renewal is coming up here soon. Uh, my anyway. my dot my me site that was twenty five as well, and fucking wow! Like I had to renew that though, because that's where all my emails point to now. <laughs> you have to pay twenty five dollars a a year for email, which honestly I'm paying for GoDaddy's email. Ew. And that's and that's five dollars a month. Ew. What? Why would you do that to yourself? Uh, because you, I was. You know they're like, spying on you. I know, but it's, it's, I pay, so I pay for it for the Reeton at ReetonEntertainment.com email. That's why I do it. Oh, so they're not hosting your email. No, 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 no. You're just, just paying for the, for the, wait, you have to pay extra for a .mx or for an MX uh, DNS yeah, entry? $5 a month. Yeah. That, that's fucking stupid. Fuck GoDaddy. Yeah. Transfer, so... transfer that shit to like name cheap or Gandhi or something. I'm wait. I'm late. It's only five dollars a month, Aroa. I don't care. I paid fourteen dollars a month for my website. Like whatever. I'll I'll live. Once once I make lots of money, I will start. I will make you make me a website. But I'm not gonna make a lot of money. So GoDaddy, it is. And a lot of the super cheap uh, website hosts are really bad. Like I tried a bunch of them, and they're all really bad. Well, I'm not, I'm not talking about hosting. I'm just talking about your DNS. I know. Anyway, I am going to leave, and we'll be back next week, I think. Goodbye, Rola. Goodbye.